Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 82. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George, the Bone King, speaking, and I'm joined by... Adrian, the masterful dude of dudeliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, and the most grandose co-host. What are we doing today? Oh. Hey, uh, the sun shining. Yes, it's wonderful weather once again, so that can only mean one thing. Oh, Rude's out of town. He's uh, doing that uh, Association of Evil thing where he's getting that new layer. You don't remember him getting his phone calls mid-show last time? And Jesus. He was, he was uh, fucking sightseeing for a new waterfall to jump off of. I think that's what he said, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But anyway, yeah, it's just going to be uh, the Bone King and the dude. Dr. Rude is unfortunately, well, unfortunately on vacation? Is that <laughs> Is it unfortunately or fortunately? Answer us on Twitter, which we'll get to. But, Hashtag. Uh, today's show is going to be an All-Stars episode about drinking buddies. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so, like, okay, so we were talking, like, whenever I hear people celebrating St. Patrick's Day, they usually go out to drink, right? But we end up, like, actually looking into it, and St. Patrick's Day has nothing to do with drinking. So, like... We're in this weird limbo. <laughs> yeah, do we live into this? Do we ride into that stereotype or do we not? All I know is that people are drinking tonight and we're going to talk about drinking with people. There. Right. Done? Right. <laughs> Sounds good. But before we get into that, let's get into our recents. What so, do you got? So you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, I see. Thank you so much for opening the door for me, you chivalrous man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, your clunky suit of armor. You're going to have to peel that shit off. Am I like the Ashley suit of armor? Yes, that's exact. Okay, good. I'm glad you got the exact fucking image I was going for. <laughs> Just waiting for you to like wait for me on, a, on top of a ladder and I got to catch you. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> anyway, so to start off my reasons, um, I'm going to start with games. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So I unfortunately have not had the chance to play a lot of games. Um, had some intense stuff happening. But on the side, I went ahead and kept on playing Octopath Traveler for the, the, I was about to say the 3DS for the Switch. How do you, do you like it more or? So I have to amend something that I said on the previous show. Um, I said that the stories never intersected at all. And it turns out they actually do. However, they literally are just random snippets when you get into a town There'll be a notification on the top right that says press plus. And if you do that, it'll take the two characters and put them like, I don't know, on this stage out of nowhere. And they'll just talk to each other one on one. It sounds like uh, like a puppet type of situation Pretty where it's much. just like this weird because the the art style is very uh, aside from old school Final Fantasy. It's very retro. Yeah. Yes, because it's, it's sprite-based, and I like that, actually. I think the game looks gorgeous. A little heavy on the bloom, though. Like, things are unnecessarily bright. Like, it's like, okay, if you just calm down with that, it'd probably be a lot better. But beyond that, I, I made a big stink before, because the game kind of advertises itself as, like, start this, this uh, game from any perspective and see how the story branches out. And that's not what happens at all. It's eight individual campaigns that never intersect besides little cutscene snippets of two characters talking about maybe a random thing. But, like, how is that in comparison to, like, I don't know, a standard RPG where characters meet up over time and they get into shenanigans where some character types conflict or something? The characters have no agency is my problem here. 
The only character that has agency is whoever's chapter you're doing at that specific point. So the game doesn't have a focused main character and you feel that's the problem? I I thought that you'd pick the focused main character, but no. There is no focused main character besides who you chose first, but all that means is that you can't switch him out of your party. That's what focused main character means in this. Oh. So like I don't know. It wasn't it doesn't feel like oh the the party is growing organically and I'm experiencing this story with multiple characters. No, I'm ex- I'm experiencing eight separate stories with one main character interacting with just NPCs. It's so bizarre. But anyway, I just May- learned, maybe but- maybe it's good for a first first try. And then you, you know, these developers, maybe they're just a bunch of new people and they're trying a new concept. If I'm not mistaken. Maybe the sequel's going to be way better. This is the team that did Bravely Default, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't fucking know. So, like, that's an RPG. Of course, I could be wrong, and no doubt I am. But I'm just saying, like... It, At Bone King TV on Twitter, Jesus if he's wrong. Christ, probably. <laughs> oh, tell me all about triangle strategy while you're at it. I know the development for that. But anyway, um, but that aside, I recently found in the game that there are subclasses that you can do. And you know me, I'm all about taking classes on being a sub. So <laughs> I, I, I'm hell. fucking attending daily attendance over here. But I'm just saying, like, um, the way that the subclasses are introduced are very, like, unceremonious. What, what do you mean by that? So instead of like, oh, hey, uh, there's a story beat that teaches you how to, to get a subclass and how to combine and stuff... No, you just find it out in the wild. There's just oh, so a, it's not just from your character tree or whatever. It, it no, it, it's you find a random artifact in a random cave that's randomly on the map. Like you can tell, there's a little bit of a stone. How many times are you gonna say randomly? Random. I'm gonna say it a random amount of times. That's what I'm gonna do. But I'm just saying randomly. Um, <laughs> now you got me fucking doing it. Uh, no, no. But um, so you find this just book random book even and uh you just grab it and hey now everyone can be the scholar class but only one person can take that extra job class so you can't have everyone be a scholar oh so it's very interesting and i'm kind of getting used to it i gotta say those are my favorite parts of playing it but that's really where i'm at at octopath i like the gameplay and the mixing and matching of jobs because that's like my final fantasy crack but like, like I literally will do that for hours and waste away. It's terrible. Right. Um, but the story is very lackluster and I'm finding myself wanting to skip cutscenes, and that's never a good sign when you're playing an RPG. Um, what else have you been playing? Uh, unfortunately that's all I've been playing, but I have been watching something, something in fact, very near and dear to your heart. Are you oh, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I wanted to. Say something really quick. I wanted to say... Say something. I'm giving up on Get you. out. What, Get out. Mean? No. No. I wanted to say thank you for being a friend. Oh, shit. Yes. God fucking coming in here Ta- with your depressing Talk ass shit. Talk to me, Blanche. Talk dirty to me. Well, I want to tell you all about this new show I've been watching. It's just all sorts of fun and more fun than I had last night with that sailor fella. <laughs> I, I, I love Blanche. She's... And by the way, I... I okay, so... Starting it off, yes, I got back into Golden Girls. Um, so No, I, you never leave I Golden guess, Girls. <laughs> there is no leaving the GG society. But um, no, like, it's good game. Um, but I, I, I kind of started back where I left. Um, I, I 
have some brand new insights on some of these characters. Like, okay. for example, I mentioned that Blanche was a character I, I saw myself as previously right. on the show. And I, it just and it, the more you watch, the more it's proving it. The more I'm watching, the more I'm finding out that, yep, nope, I'm identifying even more and more. So, for example, like the freaking um, uh, at some point they're they're in a bowling competition. Oh, yes. And yes. Rose is just crazy competitive like, yes, to the is. point where she's sadistic, like yeah. callous even. And for such a warm character, it's a really interesting way to just flip you, you, that. You do see that later on in other seasons. I'm glad because like it's it's a whole other character in some regards where she's just like, oh, I'm sorry, but I just had to throw you under the bus. Right. <laughs> like, God damn it. Um, but yeah, no. So they're they're in a bowling competition. And um, Rose or uh, uh, Blanche has this whole thing about choking yeah. whenever something like major is about to happen. She'll do fine, but when it comes down to it, she'll choke. And I go, "Oh fuck, that's me at every fighting game tournament!" Holy shit! Yeah, I've yeah. actually seen your choke. I'm I look. You won't hear me complaining at my skill at choking. Like, if I'm a master choker, that's not a problem, right? I find that to be a, a skill worthy of praise. Like, you know, I'm great check at choking. Check out Bone King TV's OnlyFans. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to be like, check out Bone King TV at twitch.tv to see him choke more. But no, no, like, the fact that, that Blanche chokes when, when in competitions like that, that's something I do. So it just even more, even more just relating to these characters who just keep on having more dimensions the more and more you watch like mm -hmm. I, I rose all is, the characters are fully fleshed out like they get more fleshed out obviously you think they're going to be this one note through the majority of the series and while they do hit that note but like they they add more to it to where if there's a specific scenario they act a certain way where, as I mentioned before, Rose gets competitive. So anything that happens with a competition, she's immediately trying to sabotage people. Not get good. <laughs> like, she's doing that, but she wants to sabotage people, too. There's there's moments where Dorothy gets very scared. And you're, yes. and you're pretty impressed by it because the, the actress, B. Arthur, just does a complete 180 of the character. And Blanche, you know, she's very sweet and Southern-like. And then very she'll get very fucking bitchy. Out and she nowhere. wouldn't be caught dead with hanging arms with a yank. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 dude. You're oh doing that God. a little too well. I problem. love her. She's great. I don't know. She's hysterical. Um, there's there's some interesting things. Pro I mean, products of their time, I guess. Yeah. In the earlier seasons of Cue Golden it. Girls. It was a different time. It was a different time. Although it handles some things very maturely, too. Yeah. Where I would say, like, for example, there's an episode where Rose brings a little person as as her her date. her date yeah yeah and she's really nervous on how people are going to perceive it and how the people are going to act and there's a whole episode about that and what matters is the relationship and who they are and how much they love each other and it it takes the jokes and this is my case of having the cake and eating it too which is sometimes problematic where it makes jokes about it but it also informs the audience at the same time yeah so i can't really hate it all that much yeah, but my favorite thing was like Blanche. We're gonna. It's the Blanche gonna, thing. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna yep. be yep. all right about this. We're gonna be okay. You're right, Dorothy. You're right. 
shrimp and then just <laughs> she just hand. turns on me okay she's carrying a plate yes. of hors d'oeuvres just to yes. paint this she just shrimp and just walks back in but the, the thing that cracks me up is she's just like shrimp and it makes me feel like she <laughs> you've done that in person by the way it's just this fucking immediate 180 yeah. she does where it's like that simpsons thing where he answers the uh, grandpa simpson answers the burlesque house and just immediately turns around it's that and the delivery of it is just so fucking spot on yeah I, I i absolutely love it and the way that that episode ends it's like i'm sorry rose but we can't see each other i can't date someone who's not jewish <laughs> i'm sorry it, this it is crazy well written i um, i really do enjoy it um, I'm glad you like it, man. It has some interesting happy. things on child uh, on hitting a child if they're misbehaving. Sophia has a thing where she just immediately is just like wapa, yeah, and makes jokes about it too. And I'm like, I don't think that would probably it roll was over a as different well time nowadays. But yeah, no. So anyway, I really like that. And last thing for my reasons. Um, so I'm editing Code Veronica. Oh, joy. Yeah. I, it, it, and the thing is, I got really nervous because I was like, holy shit, why is my footage so long? Do I really suck at this game? Don't answer that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Also, that's another Golden Girls joke <laughs> where Dorothy Rose is like, I, well, there shouldn't be anything wrong with my relationship or how big he is. How big he is shouldn't matter in my relationship. And then Dorothy goes, don't even say anything. <laughs> or or to Sophia. But get it? How yeah. big he is? Yeah, we womp, get it. Womp. Anyway, sorry. But um, I'm editing Code Veronica. And um, yeah, I feel, as I said, I'm like, holy shit, I took a long time recording this. And I look at the, there's a website that's how long to beat a game. And it gives you a, a kind of an idea of how long people usually take. I am literally right under it. Did you know this is one of the longest Resident Evil games in existence? Yeah. I didn't know that, really. Yeah, it's it's fucking massive. It's like, really long. Um, just, just to give you an idea, while the PS2... Code Veronica X disc was one. The original Dreamcast release was two discs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the entire battle mode thing, the mercenaries before it was mercenaries, is all on the second disc from my memory. I'm pretty sure the GameCube one is also on a separate disc. Yeah, that's two discs. Yeah. And Resident Evil Remake, RE1 Remake. Is and Zero. And, and Zero. Zero doesn't need it, though. Zero second disc is literally the last area, and that's it. But whatever game, whatever. But it's still, <laughs> there's so Claire gets basically two sections of a game, and Chris gets two sections of a game. Yeah, and I always thought it was just the second like half was just well, it is the second half is Chris, but I didn't think it'd be that long. Is my whole thing. Right. That aside, um, as I'm editing through the footage, I've come to just find a brand new um. What's the opposite of an appreciation for something? Depreciation? I have a brand new depreciation for Steve. Like, he was already pretty bad before, but I I genuinely think it's... Don't depend on other people. They'll just let you down. <laughs> See, Claire? This gun is more dependable than any person. And then, and then Claire, than people? <laughs> Claire is fucking hysterical in this game. I want to say for that just... What was that all about? What was that all about? I, I was thinking of making a supercut of how many times Claire goes, Steve, Steve. That shit's going to be a minute 30 it's seconds. Be, literally, after everything this asshole says, Steve. 
Dave. Because he, this is the thing. I will never understand why Capcom even tried pairing these characters in any romantic way. Even though Steve is like, uh, what, what can I say? Like knockoff, uh, great value, Leon. Fucking Kirkland signature Leon? Is that Kirkland what you're trying to signature Leon. Well, Kirkland signature good. Actually, yeah, Fuck I actually off. like Kirkland. <laughs> but like great value Walmart off-brand fucking... Uh-huh. Dollar store Leon. Dollar store Leon. And which you can... Which, funnily enough, if you go to a dollar store and go to whatever SWAT team shit, you could probably find Leon <laughs> on the fucking art for it. But anyway, sorry. That's a tangent. Um, but but still, saying- like... I- I just feel they want Claire to be with that type of guy. With and, Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. Right, but <laughs> that has to be that aesthetic. But I think the great thing about the Resi girls and the Resi guys, too, to an extent, they don't really have a pairing. We, the fans, we take ownership of them, and we always try to, oh, I put Chris with Jill, I put Leon with Claire, or Leon with Ada, and you don't get that a lot or well, the that, only time you really do is Leon and Ada. I was just about to say we did get a hard confirm with Leon and Ada because they've got a consistent thing going on for multiple games but but, the, but they never but Ada doesn't have tag. a mainline game to they her they just talk like they're playing tag there's no relationship here right I they think just, <laughs> I think Capcom just doesn't know how to write a love story they don't they can get up to the point where like flirting happens and then they admit that they love each other and then they just lose their shit and just go back shit go back Back, and then just backspace, do the courting backspace, again. Backspace. But anyway, one last thing I want to mention about Steve, because again, we're talking about pairings. I don't understand because that's another one that got a hard confirm. They, spoiler, there is a thing that happens in Code Veronica. What? Yeah. yeah, that that makes it. And by that's a bit of a fucking like. If you didn't get it there, I'm sure you'll figure it out. But I'm just saying like that. Steve acts like such a child. Throughout the entirety of the game, forget it. I don't need anyone. You're just talking ridiculousness. Shut up! I don't want to talk about it. Steve. That's literally what Father! he does. Claire, help me! <laughs> like seriously, throughout the entire game, we could game, do thirty minutes of just Steve. He acts like a child <laughs> through the entire game, and yeah. Eve tries sneaking a kiss on Claire, right? Which is super fucking gross and yeah. not cool to do, Steve. Right. And Capcom just. But Western media was filled with it back then in the two thousands. Sure, but that's then- what was perceived as quote unquote teen romance she wasn't conscious yeah she was asleep no that's i agree so with you fucking oh well come on sleeping beauty was a thing and that's what everyone but loved. that was like a magical fucking spell claire is taking a nap on a plane she's gonna wake up she just killed the fucking tyrant she while tired. steve didn't fucking do shit he pressed buttons <laughs> that's what he did. That's funny. That's what I did too. I guess that that's true. So you're no better than Steve. <sighs> oh no. But yeah, no, I just I really don't understand cuz I it's like you're pairing this high school teenager who has full on with the emo haircut with my literally graduated from college Claire. Right. And it just feels very bizarre. Like it's it's she doesn't actually have any affection for him. 
No, and she even uh, she bullies him a little. She constantly in, bullies him. In, in Rockford Island, while you play as Steve, you could go back to talk to Claire but while you're trying to kill Yeah, do you remember op- what she says? Yeah. What's wrong? Are you scared? Or She goes, you're not done yet, and then pushes your ass back out the door. You don't yep. even get to stand there. Nope. On top of that, do you remember when they trade for machine guns? Yeah. Okay, do you remember she go- she gives him a gun with no ammo? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, A, fucked up in a fucking zombie apocalypse, regardless how Steve wastes bullets every five seconds. But, like, that's fucked up on its own. And second, she goes, yeah, there's ammo. It's up there. And you're like, okay, Claire. And she gives it to him. It's one magazine for two machine guns. Okay, but let's be honest. Come the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. We've seen how Rezzy does with one magazine. Remember the AK-47 in the same fucking game? Has a 100% counter for a machine gun? Sure, but this is a a cutscene. We're not even talking about fucking picking up a box of handgun ammo with five bullets in it. That's not the same equivocancy. I understand. I'm just going with the logic of the game. In any case... Look forward for our verses on Code Veronica <laughs> happening at some point. Um, but then again, thank you for sticking with me. That was all of my recents. Uh, what you got for me, the dude. So is that it? Like you don't have any movies or games? Uh, I mean, TV. I mean, look, I didn't really get to watch a lot, to be honest. So, yeah, that's kind of it. The rest was me nose deep in Code Veronica. Fucking did I ever say how, how long my footage was? No. I have like somewhere close to 19 hours. You have 19 hours of footage? If you're wondering why my YouTube channel takes so long for me to upload, it's because I have to go through 19 hours of my own footage. So, well, yeah. Well, there you go. Now you people know. Just Fun like fa- I, I just learned. Fun fact, if anyone is interested in uh, doing that and being my editor, I will pay you. I'm starting <laughs> to consider doing this now. Anyway, continue. Oh, what you got? For so I have somewhat of a meaty recent. Oh, you know me. I'm all about that meat. Yeah, you are. So I'm going to go in with <laughs> TV be. first. Raw, uncut meat. Um, <laughs> as everyone who listens to the show should know by now, I'm somewhat of a wrestling fan. I'm on and off on watching still. I, I try to watch WrestleMania and Royal Rumble and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a documentary series that Vice did called Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. And let me tell you, it fucked me up. You you posted this on Twitter. I Yeah, no, on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook that you were that you were watching this. And I thought you were like doing some Dark Side of the Moon thing where you play um fucking Led Zeppelin along with something else. Oh, yeah, like with The Shining where you yeah. put the white album of the Beatles. Yeah. Exactly. I thought no. that's what you were doing. No, 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 no. This is this is a severe fucking hard thing to watch because the the show goes in on multiple deaths that have happened either through through uh through drugs or just shit that happens. There's uh probably one of the more famous ones a wrestler fell 100 feet onto the mat live on pay-per-view and died. And the show continued. I brought that up on the show. Do you remember that? What about Owen Hart? I, I didn't I didn't mention Hart by name, but remember we talked about wrestling and then I said that shit is real. Someone died from jumping off. Yeah, it wasn't jumping off. But that isn't the first time somebody's died in the ring. Okay, so maybe that might have been a different person. But still, like, it, um, it gets you remember fucking Vader, that that guy that yes, you like? Yes, He His eye was ripped out of his socket in the middle of a match. Jesus and he Christ. had to push the... the ah. 
the eye back into its orbital bone. I'm not good with Igor, to be honest. Uh, in that very same match, Mick Foley fucking uh, lost part of his ear. So he has half an ear. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring, it's it's not for the faint of heart. And I like what somebody said. Uh, people are fake. Wrestling's real. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the the setups are real. And the, the actual stunt choreography is the real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, by the way, did I say Led Zeppelin did Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm a massive idiot. No, that's Pink Floyd. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not the first time you're an idiot on the show. So, Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring. Look, I did it too. Uh, no. Dark Side of the Ring, um, it's about two seasons worth. I found it on Hulu, but they also have all the episodes on YouTube, apparently. Uh, there's just some shit to watch. They cover Chris Benoit. They cover Owen Hart. They cover the Montreal Screwjob. They cover uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth's deaths. They cover... Benoit is the one that I hear a lot about on Super Best Friends. Because yeah. that's a fucking rough one. That like... that almost killed the entire wrestling industry. So, yeah, I, I recommend it for anybody who's like a fan of wrestling if you even were a fan in the 90s and early 2000s there's a lot of legendary stuff here the series does really well and the interviews are really great um and then because i'm a i'm a glutton for punishment there was this show uh david simon the guy who made the wire the mm. guy who made the deuce two shows that i fucking love from the bottom of my heart did another show for hbo called generation kill it was a uh, a miniseries, and it was about the story from a Rolling Stone reporter who shipped out with Marines for the Iraq War, mm -hmm. and it's unbelievably funny in in the weirdest way. I know, like, okay, that, this, from your description, I wasn't expecting you to say that, but okay, yeah, it's actually funny in in a lot of weird ways. Like, you have the obviously these idiot Marines that are just saying the dumbest shit. And obviously not PC at all like this. There's a lot of things that are not friendly, but uh, but it is funny in other regards of how stupid they are and how stupid the war effort was like everything was to make somebody else look good. They didn't even care that there was a war. Right. You know what right. I mean? The the cock comparison wars. Exactly. I understand that. Exactly. I'm all um, about that. <laughs> But there was like some uh, an actor from The Wire that shows up here, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, I'm in for a good time, my man." I was like, "This is really good dramatic writing and acting," but not a lot of people talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's a miniseries, so it's like nine, ten episodes, and that's it. There's no more. Uh, and the last thing is, before I got here, I was watching the Snyder Cut. About uh, so I I knew this was gonna come up at some point, right? Like you hear enough, you hear enough about the fucking Snyder cut. Someone's gonna watch it and talk about it on the show. So all right, here we are. I haven't I haven't finished it. It's four hours long. Why? Well, I like what they did. Uh, it, uh, uh, something so irks me about fucking being like, oh, this is the real movie. It, this is his unfiltered vision of just four hours of it. Like, that's not a movie. That's... All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, by comparison's sake, The Ten Commandments with Charles Heston was three hours long. The Ten Fucking Commandments. 
And something tells me there'll still be more biblical references in this movie than fucking the Ten Commandments. Ben-Hur was three hours and a half long. Like, this is probably the longest film. I just, I think but it's... But it's broken up in parts by chapters. <sighs> then, the, it's, then it's like a TV show. It is, a little bit. But it it's, it's different. I actually enjoy it. What it is, it's... They broke it apart in 30 minutes of chapters. And you could take breaks. There's intermissions, whatever you want. Which, again, fucking Gone with the Wind was like five hours because it was two VHS tapes, for fuck's sake. Anyway, uh, uh, listen, dude, I get it. It's very p- pretentious, and it's very up its own ass. I get it. But fuck you. I got hyped at a lot of shit. I was enjoying it. For the first time in a long time, I was having fun at a DC movie that Snyder did. I, this is way better than BVS, but again, what else? What that's not. That's, a, yeah, that, it doesn't that's take a, a lot bar. to be there to do the standard. Yes. I can't wait to be done with the podcast today and watch it and just enjoy it. Hopefully, it lives up to where my expectations are. Because again, I'm like an hour twenty minutes in, and it's a four hour movie, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm not even halfway done, but I'm not even feeling it, and. I'm getting a bunch of messages, a bunch of like posts being done on fan freaks. A lot of people, it's very mixed, but some people are like, yo, this is really fucking good. And of course, other people, Me? dare I say, not, not, not you, because you criticize things before giving them a shot. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> Fuck, I put out my Final Fantasy VII remake stream trailer. I'm doing it. Give me time. Right, right. After how long of bitching about it? And bro, it takes me a minute to get it on the docket and get it moving. What? I don't just anyway, instantaneously. Anyway, so regarding the Snyder Cut, uh-huh. there's some MCU fanboys that I know they're fanboys. They have Jesus. tremendous bias, but they're like, it's it's two hours too long. It's too long. But I like what they're doing here because it feels like the old school Justice League episode where every 30 minutes it's an introduction to one of the leaguers. You get a little bit of backstory because again, this, this is the first time we see the flash. The first time we see cyborg, the first time we see Aquaman. And you know, at that point we were just knowing Wonder woman and Ben and Ben Affleck's Batman. So you see a lot of that. I like it. I really enjoy it. Am I done? No. I do want to finish it, and then I'll give my thoughts on it probably next week. Okay, and I look forward to it. I'm glad you're more receptive to it. More receptive to Zack Snyder's High School Journal. Um, look, I, I'm not... I know I'm shitting on it from the get-go, and yes, at some point... It's I'm a film he dedicated to his dead daughter, you piece <sighs> of shit. That, don't throw that at me. It's a superhero <laughs> movie. What He can dedicate it to whoever. I'm watching it as a movie. I'm not like... <sighs> Anyway, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> as someone who's not a Marvel fanboy or hell, even any of the comic book fanboys. Yeah, you don't you don't know, you know, comics, except maybe really. Dark Horse comics just because I like rooting for a Dark Horse. Get yeah. it? It's the phrase. In any case, um, but no, but like I'm looking at just looking at the, the way it's formatted four hours. When you look at that kind of runtime, you should probably start looking into not making it a movie anymore because it is going so far long that pacing it is going to be very important. Fuck Avengers Endgame or whatever. Three hours. It was three hours long and it felt super rushed in a lot and of And I fucking hated it. So like you need to have 
the right format to tell the story you want to tell no, and not be fine. so obsessed with it needs to be a movie it needs to be this and it has to be my 100% like I get it you have to have the 100% vision and that's fine but my problem was never that I didn't get enough of Snyder's vision that was never my problem it was the way that these characters were written the way that they portrayed these characters as being so fucking obsessed with their status and what it means to be a god and a man and all this weighty dialogue where you brought up Justice League, right? Where they'll set up like a half an hour with a character, but it goes into who they are and it gives them a scenario that they have to work through, which teaches us about the character, not just telling us through the character's yeah, own Yeah, I gotta brooding. tell you, this is actually a lot like that. Okay. Because you get... You get a whole thing. Each each introduction to the character, you see them save someone. Mm -hmm. You see them display their powers, and you see where their mind's at and why they did it. But in that regard, then it should... Again, this backs up my idea that it should be more of a TV show. Because, like, that would be the arc of that unfortunately, episode. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Justice League was always going to be a movie, and they had all this pre-production that was never finished and this finished film. So Snyder was like, I'm going to take all this and make it a fucking, that's why it was always considered a mini series. Then it's not a justice league movie. It's a justice league mini series. Okay. But they, they've called it a mini series by reporter outlets then it's and not, other people call it a movie. Then it's not a Snyder cut. It's, it's a brand new thing using like Technically, assets. I can, I can say this right now after watching an hour, 20 minutes in it, it is completely different from the finished film. It's, I would say it's a show. So then just, then, yeah, then, then that kind of just makes more sense to me than, you know, what? Well, then we watch it to, as a show. I will. I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying I won't. I'm just saying the way that people talk about it and the way it just seems unnecessarily complicated how they presented it to us. Like Zack Snyder needs to go through all the ins and outs on how this is a movie, how it's for real, everything. And da, da, da. like, just let but it again, be those are the TV fans. show it is. Those are fans. Sure, and I can understand that. And you've bitched about fans more than plenty people. But more than me, but I bitch about fans but too. fans have liked anything. Anything has fans. Silent Hill Revelations 3D has fans. Right, and that doesn't so mean like, they're right. It doesn't mean, but it doesn't mean <laughs> that they're wrong either. And this is a thing that I've been trying to fucking cope with for the past couple of years. Is like acknowledging other opinions and seeing where they're coming from and where my disconnect is. My biggest disconnect with Zack Snyder's universe was that all the dialogue was devoted to telling me how cool everything is. By giving me all this weighty dialogue to make me, oh my gosh, he's so deep. There's so much to this conversation they're having between gods and titans. He is the one that stands. The one that... I don't care. I want to see the superhero movie, the story beyond just the character's buildup. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so like, yeah, that's so why I like th that, fucking Justice League the show because they had interesting scenarios each episode. So that's it for well, I mean, what else, what else is well? You haven't finished it yet, so I haven't really finished it. So I would have to finish it, and hopefully by then you watch it with Al. I like I I seem to receive it better. Like I'm I'm thinking of it better as a TV show. That's just cut up in multiple things. Like, because Quentin Tarantino has chapters, but they all flow into each other. And they don't feel like I'm sitting there for super, super long because of how well it's written. Right. I don't know how the fuck this thing does it, so we'll see. Um, And I'm sure we're all going to hear. Yeah, no. My bone butt is ready. Um, all lubed up. 
so that's it of what I've watched so far. What I've played, um, one of the free games that came out for the Plus, for PlayStation Plus of March, was Remnant from the Ashes. Have you ever yes, heard of it? I have heard of this. I actually confused it with Hunt Showdown when you were first talking about it. Okay. Um, I don't... Okay, it's it's a different game. It is. It is. Um, this is very Destiny-ish. Interesting. Because, okay, first of all, it's post-apocalyptic Earth, which we've seen a thousand times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, uh, your enemy are tree creatures or tree aliens. The Trevenants? They're called the Root. The Trents? I guess. <laughs> um, you have your choice of like three different characters. Okay. But they all kind of function the same way. Like two of them function the same way. You have your sniper, your long range, your mid range, and your shoddy. You're up close. Okay. But the mid range and the shoddy are very functionally the same. It has the souls type of gameplay where you have to dodge. You'll die in two or three hits if you don't fucking dodge. Okay. Or roll. I'm sorry, roll. I know. I just it's interesting. You call that the Dark Souls style of gameplay. I mean, it's a Dark Souls mechanic. But dodging is not a Dark Souls mechanic. No, but <laughs> bosses killing you in three hits and you having to roll out of the way Fuck is it. very much Dark Souls. But Leisurely Vinny will sit here and tell you almost every retro game is dodge. I'm glad, I'm glad, but who popularized it? The retro games. Mega Man dodging. Dodge, I'm, I'm there hasn't been you. a Mega Man game in six years. But I'm I'm fucking with you in the sense that oh. Dark Souls did not create dodging. Is all no, I'm saying. but they popularized it. So that's why I'm going with the popular, the popular nomenclature. I would even say Bloodborne, but okay. <laughs> Congratulations! It's from software. It's that's the same right. Shit. From software. It's the same. The shit. authors of dodging. And, and environmental storytelling. Holy created. fuck. I just want a show note. We've been drinking. so No, I, I was going to mention it during the St. Patrick's part, but I'm like, is that a little too sleazy as I pour myself another drink? Um, but this is why you could tell we're extra combative. hey So So Wait, what? <laughs> I like it and I don't like it. I like the, the challenge of it. I see where I could get really addicted to it. But it's really just more the same. It's a looter shooter. You have this thing where you have to consistently go and fight these creatures. Every time you get to a checkpoint, everything refills. Your ammo, your health, and these like cool three healing potions that you get that auto-heal you. Okay. But guess what? All the enemies respawn. Everything that you've gone to that checkpoint has respawned. Oh, God. It's so- Rule of Rose. <laughs> so yeah fuck oh great all the things that took out most of my health items just did that mm. and you get this like warping mechanic where you get to go back to the main base and upgrade your shit yada 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 it's it just feels very samey but i think yeah. i'm glad the mo- the thing i'm most glad about is that i didn't pay for it that's uh, fair, and but now that you mentioned that gameplay mechanic, that makes me feel like Dark Souls a lot. Although bases are not something Dark Souls created, but the the no, combination but like of all a these main things. hub. Yeah, there's a main hub, and Bloodborne has it too. It's your Firelink Shrine. It's your right. Hunter's Dream. Yeah. And everywhere you go, it's very oh, let's you literally light up a stone, and it's like oh, not campfire checkpoint lit. 
There you go. And I'm not, like, oh, for fuck's sakes, bud. Not campfire. Lit. And you actually Bonfire, get very called. Western uh, look. You have like revolvers and repeaters, like old school shitty guns that are just a mismatch and shit. A non, mismatch. Non-chosen undead. Yeah, <laughs> Please whatever. go on your adventure. Um, so as people know, but I don't even talk about it that much, uh, I play the Dragon Ball card game. Nice. Yeah, we, we mentioned you've been to a few tournaments. Uh, so recently I built a deck that I really love, and I wanted to talk about this on the show because I wanted to talk to you, a Yugi player. <laughs> Ooh, Yugi boy, I play quite a bit and of Yugi. And I wanted to talk to the audience and see where their head's at, Ooh. if they played Yugi, Pokemon, Magic, hell, even Dragon Ball. Maybe they've played Yugi boy. Um. There's a certain type of game where you play in the card game. Like your deck is set to aggro or mid-range or control. And I've always kind of considered myself an aggro player. Like I want to kill you as fast as possible. The instigator full charge route? I yes. hate your gameplay style so much. So I've always <laughs> been that way. And I've seen my best success at, a, at locals doing that type of gameplay. I hate that. But go this ahead. is the first deck I've made where it's very control. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you do anything, and I'm just going to wait. I'm going to do stuff on your turn. That's well, what I'm doing now, and it's very control. But I got to say, it has, like, a whole new world type of thing. Uh-huh. And Get against my carpet. friend, you know, we've been testing. So far, it's unbeaten. So it's funny because you said aggression play style and then you said control. Yeah, I built a control deck and I'm really liking it. Because a control deck requires setup, which is the not the the strong shoot the strong suit of an aggression deck. Right. So like because I would just as my gameplay style, I like to play meta. I like to do control decks where where it's like all right, I have to build my thing and make it so I restrict 90% of what my opponent can do. Right, which you, is somewhat what I'm doing. But which is interesting because you first described it as aggression, which usually those things are, I got five cards out on no, the field, no, turn no, one. No, I and, If you took that, I misspoke. What okay. I said was, I usually play control. I built a... I mean, I usually play aggro. Uh -huh. I just built my first ever control oh, so deck. so then welcome to the control world. It's amazing. The water's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is my first ever, and I'm really enjoying it. Like, I really love just, no, don't do that. Have you popped you a card yet? You can't do that? You can't do that. Have you popped a card yet? Oh, yeah. I love popping cards. I, 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 uh, I've wiped boards. <laughs> I have done the... Um, Oh, that card that you're saying is going to turn into something else? No, that card is null and void. That card doesn't exist anymore. Nullified, yes. That's, yeah. That's my and, ghost trick and, method. And just seeing my fucking opponent just go, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, imagine you're, um, because, all right, I play that kind of control deck. And when I play Yu-Gi-Oh!, I usually play with my cousin. And he plays um, fusion decks. What's that? Well, basically, his, well, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, there's a whole concept, a whole mechanic around fusing. Uh, fusing? Fusing. Um, there's the drink at work, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but no, so you take two monsters that you have and you combine them with a polymerization card, which is a combination card, essentially. And if you have a deck entirely based around it, you'll have... His entire thing was every monster in his deck was a component for a fusion. Okay. In fact, multiple fusions. So you can basically make multiple combinations depending on which two you had. Now, I have a card called Vanity's Fiend, that just says, hey, you know what? No special summoning for as long as this card is on the field. And 
a fusion is a special summon by the game's definition. It doesn't say it on the card, but it is a special summon. So he just sits there and he has to wait for me to attack and inflict a trap for me to for Jesus. him to get over it. But then <clears throat> but then I put Jinzo and Jinzo deactivates all traps. So once you have Vanity Sphine and Jinzo, game's over, I win. That's fucking great. And this is not even counting for ghost tricks, which mentions the whole null and void thing where there's a ghost themed deck that I mixed in with my monarchs where like if you attack, it's face down, right? Mm -hmm. And if you attack it and reveal it, it scares the opponent monster into going face down and they can't get back up. So Yuki Ona sticks them down. And they're just stuck in defense mode, face down. So I have that, too. Everything you're mentioning, I love meta gameplay. It's the best. So uh, Dragon Ball is a little different, but very similar at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So obviously you summon characters from the sh- from the show. Right. Um. So my friend's playing his Majin Buu deck. Which you need to make me one, too. Uh, it's very cheap. I can make you one like this. I love Buu, but go ahead, continue. Um, so how Buu works is, okay, I play this card. So for two mana or whatever, uh-huh. I can bring out this Majin Buu. That's where he tra- where he took Piccolo. So you see him with the Piccolo outfit. Nice. And that has an effect. And then after that, you could go into Super Buu, which is with the go with the, the with Gohan the go- one, yeah. No, no. First the Gotenks. Then you could go to the last Buu, which is with the Gohan. Oh, okay. And then you could go to Kid Buu if you wanted to. Like you could go a whole chain. With, with on turn three or two, like Jeez. it's super aggro. Welcome to our nerd card talk. Just want to say sorry. sorry. So if you know Dragon Ball, anybody out there, you know the Mafuba, which is the evil containment wave thing uh-huh. where they put the the character into a jar and they hide in there for a couple of minutes in the show. Um, so I did that twice to two Boo chains that my friend was trying to do. So he couldn't do the full boo chain. Jesus. And he had enough to go twice on me. And I just negated the whole chain. And he's like, well, fuck, I passed turn. And you could just stunt them with a hand full of useful cards. Like yeah. they'll just sit there staring and can't do anything with their entire fucking setup. It's pretty gorgeous. Um, but Unless yeah, enough, en- enough about join us for our next podcast where yeah. we talk about card games. Card talk. <laughs> fucking. It's, by the way, Yu-Gi-Oh's an asshole. Just want to say. Yeah, no, for sure. In, in terms of the gameplay, because they'll just invent a new archetype to completely sabotage Power another creep one. Power creep is a thing. Power and yeah, creep. And it's just done. So fuck you, Draco Knights. I'm tired of your shit. Um, so this is something uh, really odd. Still in the recents? Yeah, this is my last recent. Okay, rock on. Go ahead. This is something really odd uh, because I don't get to talk about this game franchise nearly enough. Uh-huh. Uh, so I my internet wiped out. I don't know what happened. It was a severe outage according to Xfinity. Fuck you, Xfinity. Fucking liars. Um, hashtag fuck Xfinity. <laughs> Fucking, they blamed me for my internet speeds. They're like, oh, it's your setup. And I had three assholes come here, check and find out, oh, hey, uh, it's actually us. Uh, sorry. But they didn't believe it twice to send a third person. F- sorry, go ahead. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, I said, fuck, I couldn't play my PS4. Because all my games need online, and they were like, we cannot authenticate the content because it's digital games. We cannot authenticate the content because you need to be connected to the internet. So I said, fuck it. I dusted off my PS3, and I started playing Silent Hill 1. On a PS3? 
Yeah, because I bought it on the store for PS1 Classics. Oh, cool. All right. I didn't even know. Um, yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to like play a PS1 like straight. No, because there actually are PS3s that can play PS1 discs. Yeah, no, mine does, but I don't. Norm, but the later ones didn't. That's why I was surprised because you right. were one of the ones that did. But go ahead, yeah. Right. But so Silent I, Hill 1? Yeah. Nice. So I, I was like, because uh, I was stuck forever. I've seen Let's Plays. I've watched the ending and stuff like that. But I was always stuck at the piano puzzle. That's like the first dungeon in the game yeah midwich elementary yeah which thankfully now you know with the power of the internet i'm gonna just fucking do the fucking puzzle look you could you could talk shit about how shitty of a player i am i don't care i just want to finish the fucking game yeah i mean no i i get that but i mean like you should at that point once you get past that puzzle still try to do the other ones on your own oh no of course maybe I'll i'll spend like 20 minutes doing it if i can't do it I'm going to fucking use the internet. Either that, and then at the last one, you probably will need the walkthrough, too. Yeah. The fucking doors, the planetary doors, holy fuck, that's actually kind of intense. But continue. So, I was playing it, and obviously, you know, I'm at Midwich, and I haven't touched this fucking area in forever. The last time I was playing that's Silent Hill. he said, and honestly, I've been trying to get him to touch it ever since. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I legit got fucking scared because of those fucking kid shadows that your radio sounds off on. And you're like, what the fuck? And Harry's with his gun Uh in that goofy ass fucking stance. And he won't aim at the shadow. And the shadow doesn't do anything to you. But the shadow distracts you from the fucking other children that fucking attack your leg. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the camera angles are great. Yeah, no. They they're only show you what they want to show you. Yes, and that scared the fuck out of me because I don't know where I'm like, oh fuck! Wait, I, I could have sworn that's how you know static camera angles used to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute! It's almost like it wasn't trying to hamper your gameplay and trying to build an atmosphere. Wait, hold on! I think I'm breaking new ground here. Yeah, but I will say it was. Um, it's a pleasure, and I can't wait to finish it. Okay, I mean, I've completed Silent Hill 1, I think, two or three times. It's not- Oh, you've gotten every ending? Yeah, and I haven't, well, not every, every ending, because I did not get the UFO one. But in any case, um, wait, was that the one? Now you got me confused, but no, no, no. Regardless of which, that's not really one of the Silent Hills I replay all the time, mm-hmm. but it is, it's dripping with atmosphere. Like, the P- like I-, I am surprised that that shit runs on the PS1. It does a lot of texture detail. Um, I get the fact that they they lowered the draw distance, and that's why they're able to render a lot more. Let let me say something. Watching Silent Hill and running around and the fog mechanics and shit, and you seeing that heavy pixelization on on a fucking 4K TV does not look good. No, I definitely (laughs) wouldn't do that. No. No, I wish I had a CRT. (laughs) But fuck it. Um... No, I just, I think it's really interesting um, because the actual nighttime segments are like 10 times more aggressive and terrifying. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but the nighttime also, segments God in 2 damn, and 3. that fucking music. Because it was nighttime Otherworld. Yeah. You can walk around the town as it's in the fucking like rusty shit. In 2 and 3, it still looks the same, but it's at night. You yeah. see like there's a difference there. Um, shit, there was something else about Silent Hill 1 I wanted to mention. 
Oh, I think it was that the the sound design itself, because it has that PlayStation kind of crunchy sound card. It kind of adds a little bit of distortion to a lot of the things you would hear normally, I think. Yeah, but there's like this great, like, it's an uneasy, but somewhat settling tone when it's Mm. daytime. And then immediately when it goes into Otherworld, it's like, oh, fuck, you better run. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you better run. And it's like, oh, shit, I'm running. And Harry, you know, fucking runs for like 30 seconds and he's completely gassed out. I, I, I just I remember. Also, fuck the flying bats, whatever the fuck those things are. Oh, the are. air screamers? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. They, I mean, they're they're fun for that cutscene, but you end up just running from 90% of them for the majority of the game. Oh, anyway. no, I've just been shooting. Bro, on easy mode, you get so much hanging. You out. play easy, you bitch. Look, man, I'm busy, and I have a lot <laughs> Look, of games. Man, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm. I like to take it easy. I. I'm pretty easy myself. And um, listen, Silent Hill isn't my franchise. It's Resi. I'll play Resi on hard, but this no. No, yeah, no. But in any case, so that's all. Also, your, Silent Hill Two had fucking difficulty level for the puzzle and the gameplay. Um, that blows my mind to this day. Are and you f- three? Yeah. Are you forgetting about how three took that and ran? Yeah. Because now there's fucking action riddle difficulties, uh, action difficulty riddle difficulty, and it goes up to ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, three goes crazy with its difficulties. There's nine other difficulty modes. Fuck. And that's that's nine for riddle and like I think six or seven for action. So a lot of options in the PS2 games. Is that all your recents, by the way? That is finally the end of my recents. Okay, so um, as for news, I have one bit of news, and unfortunately, it's kind of bad news. I have two pieces of news, and they're good. Okay, so which one do you want to do first? Would you take the bad news first? Or the good I news? say, since I have two pieces of news, we'll do one, e- one good, one bad, one good. Oh, you're going you're gonna to give me a bad sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> or AKA a sandwich I have made, but continue... <laughs> So, really quick, Eric Bischoff, the man who was in charge of WCW in its heyday, who led WCW to beat WWF for 83 straight weeks, the man who gave us the NWO, is finally going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And that's uh, monumental news for anybody who's been a fan of the Bish. (laughs) <laughs> the bish that's that was his nickname there's a I couple mean, of bishy fans out there i think um but yeah i mean this is that's probably one of the best picks to have in the hall of fame uh which the wwe hall of fame does have some we- wacky picks they have bob barker arnold schwarzenegger and drew carey in the hall of fame i was about to say like i i think it's a great thing to have the hall of fame it's it's uh, uh, like i think everything has a hall of fame right but that's the thing it's like what are you determining here well who doesn't get in and what like who's the decision maker if it's vince mcmahon do we care <laughs> like no and especially if you watch dark side of the ring you should not care that, what vince mcmahon, vince mcmahon, mcmahon is a kind of an asshole so i don't know if it should be highlights that he picked isn't like Bonko, Bongo the Clown, Bonko, Bongers, Bong, Bangarang? I think it's Bozo. Bozo! <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Wait, are you talking about so? the, the WWF Clown? Bozo. No, it's Doink. Doink, that's what it was. I was thinking of the Not Another Teen Movie reference. <laughs> Get another uh, week of detention. So, name a famous clown. Bobo. <laughs> No, Bozo, name a favorite bear, Bobo. 
There you go. And then fucking Mitch, stop. <laughs> anyway. That movie's so good. So we'll move on to my bad news. You can't watch it now, though. Why not? You can watch another teen movie. I don't think so. I think there's some, some jokes that... I'm going to have to rewatch to remember some of them, but one of my favorites is, how'd you get in here? There's a hole on the side of your house. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, so here's my bad news. So remember how I got really excited about Resident Evil mods? Yeah. So remember how I got really excited about how they were remaking Resident Evil Gaiden? Yeah. So here's me not being excited anymore because they canceled the project. Why? So they canceled the project, and I quote, because of creative differences. With who? So apparently there was one member of the team. I think his name was Campy, Crampy. I don't know, but he's cramping our style. No, I'm just saying, but like, apparently he was so anal about what was put into the game. He would actively redo other people's things that they'd contribute. So no like if way. someone's like, hey, I'm I'm in charge of making the background or something like that, he would go into their thing and change it like a last minute, then send it, and they'd be like, What the fuck? This is not what I put. And I don't think what you put is better. And he would just assume his was better. And apparently he pissed off his teammates so bad to the point where they canceled the project. Shit. Fucking so this just goes to show you that workplace drama can happen literally anywhere. Even when you're not getting paid for it. Even when you're not even getting paid for it, which is because these modders aren't getting paid for this. I don't know about that though, because I think Adon is has a Patreon account. Oh, so I'm glad he's getting paid for it because he deserves it. But I'm just saying, like, it, even in fan communities, it just it could just end the project right there. So apparently, that one dude is continuing the project on his own. I don't know. Maybe it'll continue, but it's kind of a bummer to hear that it was canceled. And I hope Adon approaches it again someday, or maybe he can do another. Resident well, Evil you game. could you could play all the other mods that you talked about because that was just one. Yeah, there was the the fucking Ada hunt, mod, Ada Berry Hunter mod. Like, there's there's a lot of different mods he's done. The so. fucking Beyond the Storm or during the storm, whatever. We play as Kevin. So honestly, this is probably not even a blip on his radar. It's just a shame because Gaiden kind of deserves it. Gaiden's arguably the least played Resi. I don't think any any other Resi has been less played than that one. Maybe Survivor, but I don't know. Fuck, I even but played I don't Survivor. Know. In any case, that's my bad news. Wait, did you ever play Survivor? Uh, no, I didn't play through Survivor, no. I played Gun Survivor for... Can you do it for my birthday? Just stream you I'm, playing. Listen, Sur buddy, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake for I your I paid ass. for that. Yes, you did. And you're going to get your fucking terrible lap dance of me doing nothing but bitching. My bitching lap dance, if you will. Uh, my last piece of good news, PlayStation games for free to stay in. To in your stay house. stay in? What do you mean? They have a stay at home initiative. Okay. Uh, let me give you that list of So games. it's a list you can keep forever or another PS Plus list? Like, what are we talking no, about? No, it's forever. Forever? Yeah, the first the first game uh, for this month was uh, Ratchet & Clank, the remake okay. that they have. Ag again, this is a little shitty because you can tell that they're doing it for hyping up the new Ratchet & Clank that's coming out for PS5. The movie came out, right? Yes, but I'm nobody like, nobody no, talks about it. Nobody cared. I don't even remember it, but go ahead. Uh, these games are... 
Okay, some of them are VR, so bear with it. Oh, I bear with a lot of things, to be honest. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to always go for bears if I can. Uh, so far, we got The Witness. God, bro. Which this, I heard was great, by the this way. This image is not loading. I'm Fuck. sorry. Technical difficulties. Abzu. Oh. Oh, Abzu's a notion game. I know about uh, that. Something Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Nice. Yeah, Subnautica. Another ocean game. Interesting. And... They just the want us to go to the it? beach. Res Infinite. Oh, that's another popular indie title. And then you have, for the VR, you have Moss, Astrobot Playroom. No, Astrobot Rogue Mission, Paper Beast, and Thumper. Oh, Thumper's cool. But like, all right. Oh, and you're getting Horizon Zero Dawn, the Game of the Year edition, with all the DLC for free. That's and that's starting April nineteenth. Look, I'm not about to be like, oh, thank you, my oh, Sony sorry. Master. The Lord. ten games are coming March twenty fifth. The free PlayStation Horizon Zero Dawn one is coming April nineteenth. Okay, but again, like, I'm not. I'm I'm like happy because it's free and I don't have to worry about it. But I'm not about to be like, whoa, Sony, you're blowing my mind. Like it's not happening. That's this is kind of whatever. That's oh, cool, I guess. They're also giving away subscriptions for Funimation, so you can watch anime at home. Cool. I already watch anime at home. The I same mean, four over and over again. Death Note. <laughs> Thirty episodes. 30 episodes is all you need. You don't need any more. Uh, but Look yeah, at you, that's of our news. I think uh, now we can take a break and go into our all-stars, right? That's right. So I'm going to go downstairs and pour myself another drink. Maybe uh, Give two, me a shot. And we're going to go on from there. Hey, oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> this is James, Supervillain Ramos, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast. Find us back at our lair, the Fan Freaks Facebook page, F A N F R E K S. All right, so, para los Latinos, pa arriba, pa abajo, pa centro, pa entro. All right, cheers. Um, that is bad rum. <laughs> it's actually good rum. Is it? It just tastes like ass. I don't know. Isn't that supposed to be good? Like when oh, the liquor, Haitian. when the liquor tastes like ass, and it's supposed to be like really good by that point. No. Damn it! I thought ass was supposed to taste good. Here I <laughs> thought living in this world of lies. But anyway, cheers, uh, freakies. Cheers, freakies. Thank you so much for joining us on this post St. Patty's Day show. Just um, because it's after St. Patty's Day doesn't mean you have to stop drinking. That's right. Keep the depression rolling, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yeah, no. So um, we just wanted to th- we thought it'd be really cool to just take a quick shot on the show um, as we talk about our topic, which is our drinking buddies, All Stars. Not to be confused with All Stars drinking buddies. <laughs> oh, you don't want to even mention the. Uh- no, no. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Not to be confused with our list for bar fight buddies. That's right. Not to be confused, but to be related. Because <laughs> I wanted that little nice relation there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So basically we thought, hey, St. Patrick's Day, everyone's going to be out drinking. Why not record a show about drinking and who we'd like to drink with? Honestly, I would fucking love if we had like, if we could use some type of drinking ambiance music in the background, but that's way too much. Well, look, when we can commission a bar musician, I'll let you know. Anyway, get that um, this all stars, <laughs> it's people we would drink with. And these are fictional characters, right? 
and we're just seeing them at the bar and we're going to ask them a question and we're going to give them a drink. Well, okay. You added that drink bit. Because that was not on the initial rule that I was going to pick their drink or anything. Oh, you're going to pick the drink? No, no, I'm not going to pick the drink. I don't know if you are. Look, I can't be responsible for giving everyone a shitty drink, okay? Like, I can only give myself shitty drinks. But for the most part, what we're doing here is we're picking a character in media that we'd like to have a drink with and what question we would ask them. Right. Make sense? All right, good shit. So you want to start us off with our all-stars? You want me? Oh, wait, what is an all-stars? Oh, that's that, what, That's that, the question you should have asked earlier. You know what? Sir. I I think we should have another shot. Yeah. Get what? <laughs> Get another shot at that intro? Or are you fucking with no, me? No, no. Just take another shot. But but all right. You do that while I actually do the show. Because what? All right. Fine. Fine. This is completely off the cuff. Apparently the dude has gone rogue. I don't know what his deal is right now. But in any case, so what an All Stars is, it's a segment where we basically take turns bringing up a uh, character or a a thing from a topic, essentially. And um, we just celebrate it from all walks of life, each one giving an example of that subject at a time. So, for example, I'll say one, and then the dude will say one, and we move on from there. Right. There is no pre-established list, because that's what the Freaky Fives are. Right, and this is, uh, we can snipe one another, right? So, yeah. So, with Freaky Fives, like, I'd say all my five, and then you'd say all your five. And if I said something you had, then you'd have to fucking change your shit to update. However, with All-Stars, we're going one after the other. So, we could easily snipe each other. So, we'll see if we do that <laughs> for this game. Cheers. Oh, God, it's ready? Well, when you cheers, you actually have to clink the glass. Okay. I hope La that picks up. Ah! Why do you hate me? Ugh. I'm a massive Ugh. bitch when it comes to drinking. You've already got me to do two shots for this. What the Ugh. fuck? There we go. Ugh. All right. So, <laughs> sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. I thought we were doing one. We just kicked it up an extra notch, bringing it up to 11. So, do you want to start us off? Because I'm about to just fucking do it. <sighs> do Okay, so I go one, and then you go one. Take it too long. Yep. Robert Kendo. Okay. Now, mind you, mind you, audience, we made it a kind of a thing to pick one character per franchise. Right. So, so Robert Kendo. Yep. From Resident Evil. Yep. Why him over everyone else? And what question would you ask him? Well, the first question I would ask is, how did you meet Barry Burton? Oh, wow. That's a, a fucking amazing question. Holy shit. <laughs> so, originally, I had Jill Valentine in this slot because, first of all, if anybody deserved a drink... It was our homie. It was the main girl. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Beret badass herself. Beret badass. <laughs> I like that. Beret badass. Zubi. Um, So I always felt that Robert Kendo gets a little outshined. Everybody wants to focus on the stars uh, team, the mainline characters. But Robert has such an interesting story for me. He has a brother we barely get talked about. He assigns stars their main gun, and yeah, he's, I was gonna say. and he's like our de facto representative of Raccoon City. Well, yeah, as like a citizen that we can actually he's really the only with. person aside from Sherry Birkin, who literally has nothing to do with the whole umbrella thing, right? Or even RPD or but stars. But then even like, then, Sherry is the daughter of William. Right, right. So and she has in her the G-Virus. Well, she has it in her pendant, but yeah. 
No, at that point, she didn't have... Shishes your mouth. Shishes your mouth. And this is where the drink comes in. Um, all right, but that's a very good pick. Thank you. I uh, and I And I said to Bone... I'll let you have Jill. So, so let's see if he went with Jill. So do you want me to pick? I guess I can. I was going to pick a funny one first before I got to the more introspective no. ones. No. No? Well, fuck you, Give too. me a resi. All right, fine. So this is my resi pick. Yes, my pick is Jill Valentine. I know I can hear the thousands of people already typing away. Why didn't you pick Barry? Barry is a very good pick. Why couldn't you pick him? Barry's Obviously. a very good pick? Yes. And I get that. And I really do. And trust me. Trust me, I understand why you'd want to give him a drink. But, however, buying a married man a drink probably has some wrong altercations and some views. So then why not Chris? Because, I mean, Chris is fine. I mean, there's nothing... Look, sometimes... And this is a rare statement you're going to find from Bone King. But sometimes in life, it's above the sexual gratification. And (laughs) I, I know... That's that's a I'm breaking you ground here, but honestly, I feel like Jill, as I said before, she's not really a funny pick for me as it's actually legit. Like if you think about all the shit Jill has gone through, right? Right. And I get it, like that's that's her main character gimmick, but she still gets in there. She doesn't fucking pull a Claire and join Terra Save and give up or something. Like she's always still fucking neck deep hey, in this shit. Hey, 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 give Claire Redfield some slack. She wanted to save the world in a different way. Sure. But Jill is doing that and more. So like Claire oh, step yeah. up. With what? One fucking game where she's brainwashed? Shush is your face. That was beyond her control. Um, that might be an interesting question. But the question I'm gonna ask her, and it's again, it's not funny, but I genuinely want to ask her, how do you keep going? Like Oh, that's a good question. What what is Jill's mindset when she is literally pressed up against the wall and she's like, I have to push back? And I have to make it or break it. My last escape. You know what I mean? Where like does she find that? All the shit. Dealing with Nemesis. Dealing with Spencer Mansion. Dealing with the betrayal. Right. And uh, the people basically saying she's insane when she gets back to Raccoon City. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she had to basically withstand Everyone that. hating her. So, like, I, I want to ask her, where do you get your resilience from? What is your thought process in making sure that... No, I am right where I stand and I feel correct. My sense of justice is on point. Where does she get that from? And that is where I'd go for, obviously. I won't ask stupid questions like, how do you lockpick? The answer is you lockpick. Good job. But like, I figured that is a very pertinent question to her character at the very least. All right. Here's my next one. Okay. What you got? So this is kind of spoilery. Uh, we just Ash- spoiled like six things with Jill's character, but whatever. Ash Williams, okay, from the Evil Dead franchise. Do you miss being a king? Is my question. Oh wow, that's specifically for one movie, right? But that's like the biggest thing of his character is that he's a chosen one. He was gonna save King Arthur and stuff like that. Uh huh. But he chose all of that to be an S smart employee. True. Shop smart, shop S smart, but still, like, <laughs> I just, I just always wanted to wonder: Does he regret that? He has a mountain of regret, and usually it involves taking a girlfriend to that fucking cabin. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I want to see. Okay, Ash, would you stay in that past? Would you stay and be king? You would, know, would that past have refined oil for his, you know, chainsaw hand? 
Well, in that past, he doesn't have the chainsaw hand. He has a knight hand. Oh, that's true. He has the, the gauntlet. Mecha- the mechanical gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always thought like he was like, oh, wait, there's no oh, porn in this world? Fuck, fuck this. <laughs> should, should we say what drink we give him? It Again, I didn't come up with that. I don't know what the fuck Jill Valentine would drink. Uh, she probably bourbon, straight bourbon. Well, maybe uh, not. Robert a- Kenda would probably, he seems like a margarita kind of guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Ash is straight fucking uh, scotch whiskey. Okay, because I'm thinking here, Jill Valentine, she might need like a fucking fireball for her grenade launcher or something. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. That's actually cute. I Stuff like that. Like that. But uh, all right, so is that your pick? Yeah, Ash that's Williams? my pick. Ash. Ash Williams is a very good pick, though, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it'd be very interesting to see him try and take a shot because he's got his chainsaw. And I guess, I guess he just becomes left-handed by that point, right? He's left-handed. You just become left-handed once you've decided your right hand is a chainsaw. Um, so here's another pick from my end. Uh, let's go for a silly one this time. You ready? Ready. Okay. So I'd like to have a drink with Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. What would you give him? I, I, that is, I, I don't know what the fuck. Maybe like tequila. Fucking he something. seems like a tequila guy and not just any tequila. The one with the worm in it. Why tequila? I would imagine he wants something explosive. Like, you know, Explo- no, he wants big something. bang attack. He wants. Yes, I know his he wants to show me his Gallic gun. But I want I think he would want something that would kick his ass. No, this drink couldn't possibly stand up to me. I'm the prince of all Saiyans once again. Yo, that's actually very good. Uh, thank I, you. Well, what question would you ask? Vegeta? Here's my question. So, so <laughs> mine isn't really a question. Oh. So here's my statement that I'd like to, to give over to Vegeta. So, Vegeta, I heard Goku can kick your ass. You really you really, <laughs> you really, want to do that? You want to do that, bro. Tell me this would not create the best bar fight that would basically stop the bar from existing at a certain point. He'd probably kill you. I, I would probably, the whole idea is I would like to instigate Vegeta. Then wish you back with the Dragon Balls to kill you again. (laughs) Actually, how about this for a question? Vegeta, do you think you can outdrink me? And mind you, I can't drink worth a shit, but he will fucking overprove himself to the point where he's batshit. Of course he will. Because he trains at 100 times gravity. Well, you think I can't beat you? Well, look, I can take seven of these drinks. It doesn't affect my... Wow, you think a Saiyan's going to be affected by that? Bro, you don't know what human liquor can do to a Saiyan. I know what human food can do to a Saiyan, and it requires a lot of calories. Shit, you know what? I have a feeling Vegeta's going to drink me under the table. He will. Anyway, that's my pick. That's pick. such an interesting pick. I didn't I didn't expect anime to show ah, up. I thought I'd be clever with one or two of these. Uh, My next one's Hellboy. Oh, okay. That's fun. Um, he's going to be drinking rum. He's a rum guy. Uh-huh. I feel it. Uh, He's going to be not just any rum. I think he's going to go with the Captain Morgan Kraken rum. Kraken, get it? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> and he's going to take it straight. No, actually, he's going to take it with Coke. Now that I think about it, he's going to take it with Coke because he likes it sweet. But he's only going to get the devil's share. Yeah. Hey, I know um, my things. And my question to him is, do you think humans can be better than what they are to you now? <laughs> is this post his girlfriend or pre his girlfriend? Well. Because this will is- influence his decision, I feel. <laughs> Well, considering I'm human and I'm buying him a drink and I'm not scared of him, he probably will answer. 
And well, then you'll probably, you're a good start. You got like a 30% chance to maybe make it in bed with him too. Who knows? Fuck. I, bro. Yo, I'm bro. straight. I'm straight, but for the story. But for the sake, get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. You, you got to imagine. Just be the guy on the news. A- you see that guy with a ho- with no horns on him, but he's red. He's a devil. Fuck them. So I, I think it'd be really interesting for me to tell people, yeah, I had sex with him. And then it's just like you, you see his giant fist and people immediately jump to conclusions. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you slept with the giant fist monster, did you? Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, Anyway, let me tell you, a lot of lube was that day. Let me tell you, the lube factory <laughs> had to make quite a few calls. Anyway, my turn. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is a wacky all star. This is a very wacky all stars. And I think that was kind of the point in right. a way. So I'm glad it's going this way. So uh, here's another one. All right. So do you know uh, uh, House of the Dead? Yeah. Okay. Do you know of the character G? Yeah. Okay. So G, and specifically the He's G. He's got a stick up his ass. You want to buy him a drink? Okay. But the G that I'm talking about is House of the Dead Overkill G. Right. And which, I mean. Yeah, which is kind of, he's loosened up. He's a little bit looser in the sense that he's just kind of like a Quentin Tarantino agent by that point where he's just kind of got secrecy, but he's not uptight about it. Right. He is uptight, though, about one specific thing, which what? ties into my question. What's the question? Are you ever going to tell anybody what the fucking G stands for? (laughs) And he will promptly reply, no. And that'll be the end of it. Just just call him George. Just call him George. I'd like it if he Uh, had my name. G seems, you know, G seems really like kind of stuck up. He'd probably ask for a club soda. (laughs) <laughs> he'd be like yo i'm not drinking tonight I'm i driving. stained my tie earlier so i thought it'd be a good idea to get this club soda why does g sound like john mulaney because that's how he sounds and <laughs> now overkill <laughs> it's kind of interesting and if it wasn't g i would definitely go for isaac washington the man of a million fucks yeah this oh oh i might even switch it fuck to but anyway that's a whole other tangent I would definitely um, talk to G and ask him what his fucking G stands for. So my next one. Yes. It's our favorite final girl, Lori Strode. Okay. She deserves several drinks. (laughs) I just want to say. She does. This is another tequila, but this one's going to be a silver tequila. I'm going to say Patron. And the question I'm going to ask her is, you doing okay? Are, Are you doing okay? Are you all right? Did you, do you want to talk, talk about, about it? it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's it like, you know, to have... Uh, Is Michael a, dead again? Stalker of all stalkers. You know? Does he follow you on Twitter <laughs> as well? Like, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, because he's following you on everything, right? I just, I don't know. That, that might be the worst question I could ask, <laughs> but still, I think it's the most pertinent to like trying to get to know her and just be like, listen, just vent mama. You've been through so much. I just want to say, for the record, Michael Myers does follow me on Twitter. What? There is a bot, or at least an operated account, that is Michael Myers, and he goes around following people. Oh, that's great. He's a- he's actually really cool, and he posts a lot of, like, anniversary pictures of the movie, and it's like, yeah, it's a meme, but then he makes you remember shit from the originals. You're like, okay, I'll stay. <laughs> that's <laughs> worth it. All right, that uh, for me was Laurie Strode. What are you doing? So I actually have a character that I'm also asking, are you okay? Okay. I actually have two characters, but I'm going to say this one first. Um, Isaac Clark 
from Dead Space. We've had this. That's poor... gonna be the most sci-fi drink. It's gonna be Romulan ale. Yeah, yeah, probably. Which you can make on Earth. Jesus Christ. So it's uh, Bacardi zombie uh, rum mixed with uh, blue curacao. Would Jill get mad if I gave you... her a zombie? Fuck. I'm just like, would she just be like, "Fuck you, get out of here"? <laughs> Honestly, but, if you were to, I don't think Jill would want to drink. I think she would want some herbal remedy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Some herbal tea. Uh, herbal but essence. Still, you're asking Isaac, are you okay? But no, really, I think what I'd ask Isaac is, do you have anything you want to say to me? Like, do anything you want to just say? Because I feel like there's so many instances where Isaac Clark is never heard. Where he just keeps saying stuff. The marker is making things happen. You gotta believe me. But no one listens. So you know what? I'm gonna be that asshole that listens. I'm gonna understand all about the fucking marker. And I'm gonna do my best. I can't say I'll make other people understand. But at least he will have gotten through to someone. At the very least. That's that's a good one. Fucking poor guy screaming his lungs off to try to get people to understand him. Alright, so my next one. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, this is huge spoiler of the question. Jesus Christ, you're dumping spoilers on us. Fuck you. Well, all right. <laughs> you heard it here. If you get spoiled, I guess fuck you. Um, this is Sam Winchester. I'm oh. giving him Kentucky straight bourbon. I'm giving him Knob Creek. Uh, twelve year, pr- uh, eighty proof, twelve year bo- bourbon. This is getting very specific. Well, fuck you. I actually drank quite a bit, so I'm going to fucking name the, name the drinks. Okay. So, and I'm naming the drinks on your list, too, because I'm... Yeah, you need to do it for me, because honestly, I can't remember Yeah, I know. You, you don't know how to pick good rum. Wow. So, All right. Thanks. <laughs> so, Sam Winchester, I'm going to ask him, how was the cage? Now, Bonking's looking at me going, what? Because I immediately In- go to, oh, well, the cage is just fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> No, it's not Nicolas Cage, but unfortunately, at the end of season five, uh-huh. uh, his soul, his body gets trapped in a cage with Lucifer uh-huh. and Michael, the archangel. Oh, I remember Charmed. <laughs> so I want him to, because I always gravitated more towards Sam Winchester. I always thought he was better. Uh-huh. And I see that you poured another shot. Shh, the audience uh-huh. didn't know that. <laughs> They didn't uh, know how much of an alcoholic I'm becoming. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets untold. Half the man I used to be. All right, real and talk. So, That's a great song. It's so Sam Winchester, I just Stone want to ask him, pilots. how was it to suffer that much torture? I always feel bad for him that nobody talks to him about his emotions. Oh, fuck. That's a great question because I'd love to ask that to Jill as well. Like, how is your rib cage? You've been hit in the left rib cage about eight times in one night. Are you okay? So what's your next one? All right. So uh, here's a fun one. So normally when I bring up the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Oh, shit. Everyone goes to Snake. Everyone, Snake is the first pick for everyone, for everything. Bro, if you put who I think you're going to put, this is going to be great. I'm not picking Snake. So if you thought no, it was no, Snake. No, 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 Any instance of Snake. No. Not naked, not solid. No. Although I'm down for all of these kind of snakes. I know. I'm picking Otacon. 
That's who I thought. Okay, good. Because Are you going to ask him, do you think love can bloom on a battlefield? Oh my God, that's such a great one. Fuck, why did I think of that? Jesus Are you going to ask him that? That would be fantastic. No, my thing was that I was just going to ask him for anime suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally going to look at you and go, police knots. This is like one of my favorite Japanese animes. Uh, have you watched Gundam? <laughs> and then he'll piss himself and it'll be great. But no, I, I think that honestly, beyond that, like, that would be the initial question. And him being such an otaku, literally autocon the otaku, fucking he'd give me a million suggestions. And then beyond that, I'd get, I feel like I'd get more insight as to who Snake is through autocon than I would asking Snake directly. Yeah, because Snake is just... Snake is just going to fucking Snake Plissken oh, from Escape from New York and not Otacon say anything. needs to drink the most weeb drink there is, which is sake. He's gonna oh, go, God, that's he, perfect. He's going to drink sake. That's what he's going to drink. This is my favorite sake. My favorite shonen protagonist drinks this one. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think he'd be great, honestly. And Otacon's really fucking knowledgeable. Maybe he can help me make a better stream. Help me fix my fucking webcam issues. Please, Otacon. I need your assistance and know-how. But yeah, no. So definitely Otacon. So my next pick. From Metal Gear Solid. Go ahead. No. Oh, okay. I don't have any Metal Gear here. That's really a franchise I didn't even think of. Interesting. But, but I wanted to keep it to 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dorothy Spornak. Oh, fuck. Golden Girls. God damn it. So she's probably, but she's a classy Dorothy? bitch. She's a classy bitch. She's going to be drinking Crystal. Dorothy, though? Dorothy? I'm curious as to Dorothy and not Sophia. I, I feel if I give her a drink, she'll die. That is so wildly incorrect. I can't believe it. <laughs> she, The way that this character is written, Look, despite I, being the oldest out of all of them, she does the most active things. Right, but I just <laughs> feel bad for Dorothy. Nobody ever buys her a drink, and she's always overlooked by men. I figure because Dorothy's already poured herself a drink by that point. Right. Like, it's like, but, it's hard to buy someone a drink when they've already got but one. But in an episode, uh-huh, uh-huh, go ahead. she doesn't even drink. She just eats peanuts. Oh, and they eat chocolate cake whenever they need to fucking. Uh, cheesecake. Chocolate cake was one episode. I remember that. And cheesecake is almost every other episode. Jesus Christ. So, He's gonna Dorothy's Bornak. And my question is, how's the girls? <laughs> What's it like being a friend? Traveling down the road and back again. <laughs> Thank you. For being a friend. Yeah, that's what I want to say. I want to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, cheers to the ladies that have passed. Uh, Rue McClanahan. Um, oh, my God. B. B. Arthur. Oh, my I, God. I Estelle Getty. I know you're not putting in Betty White. Fucking cheers she, to another hundred for Betty White. Well, Betty White's still alive. That's what I'm saying. Another um, hundred. Nostrovia. Cheers. <laughs> God. That is some bad rum. What the fuck? I'm glad you admit it. Eh. Anyway. That was, that was, oh. All right. That one, that one. <laughs> I got like Welcome a dumb. Welcome to the show, everybody. It just started. Here we I go. I got like a dumbass face going on right now. All right. That was mine. Dorothy Spornak. How's the girls? All right. Where are you going? Okay. So next one on my list. My, my next one's funny. So be happy. Okay, so I'm I'm getting all my funny ones out of the way first, and then gonna do my more serious ones after. So my next one is to Fox McCloud of Star Fox. Can you give 
an anthropomorphic animal F- Yes, maker? I can. He's an adult. He graduated from fucking Arwing school class <laughs> academy. That's what it was. Oh, the alliteration. Of course it was Arwing Academy. Are we? Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, that's true. But no, like he's an adult first off, so he can drink. He runs a goddamn covert ops group. Like, come on. But regardless, my You know question- what? He's he's going to be a beer guy. And wait, this doesn't even factor into it. He does drink. What does when? In Star Fox Command. Fuck. Bro, I don't even play Star Fox, so yeah. Star Fox Command, the tactical Star Fox game, which was surprisingly good, albeit really stressful with its countdown timer. Um, Also, the only game that actually kind of posits that, well, I won't get ahead of myself now, will I? So here's my question for Fox. Also, that was a very Blanche move of me just now. Moving on. Um, So here's my question for Fox McCloud. So when are you just going to hook up with Star Wolf? When's it happening? Like you keep fucking is his name Star Wolf or just Wolf? Wolf? His name's Wolf O'Donnell. Okay, but like, when are you just gonna hook up with Wolf by this point? Because you just keep teetering around it. You guys say you're rivals, but rivals don't talk to each other this way and don't care about each other this way. Just fucking get it over with. So and just make the first move. I'm thinking he's gonna drink probably a lager. He might be a. He's probably gonna be a Yingling. You wanna know the sad part? You're wrong. Because I know what he drinks. What does he drink? In the space bar with Falco, he drinks a martini. Oh, vodka or gin? I don't know, but it's green. <laughs> it's green. It's green. <gasps> he drinks an apple teeny? Bro, just fall into oh, the arms of Wolf. Oh, my just God. Just fall into the arms of Wolf by this point. You're not fooling anyone with your crystal shtick. So we got confirmed <laughs> Fox McCloud is basically uh, JD from Scrubs. Light, heavy on the apple, light on the teeny. You know what? I'd believe that. You know, I like to run Star Fox, and I work really hard to keep everything going. And, you know, I'm such a badass. I protected Corneria myself, you know? Uh, bartender, give me an apple teeny with a Shirley Temple on the side, please. Thank you. <laughs> Is Shirley Temple the one drink you know? It's the No, it's, a, it's an example of a fucking, like, weak drink because there's no alcohol. Shirley Temple. There's no alcohol in a Shirley Temple. There isn't? No. I've never had one. It is Sprite and Grenadine. I know because I have it. (laughs) Anyway, Fox McCloud, your turn. All right. So this is going to be real. This is my funny one. Uh Uh-huh. This is your funny one? Yeah, this is my funny one. This is Katie Cat from fucking um, Letterkenny. Okay. So she drinks fucking Canadian whiskey. So here's the thing about Katie Cat. They had a dialogue on the show where they talked about how porn girls act and porn guys act in porn. Where the girls go, yes, 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 yes. And the dudes (laughs) always go, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh Uh-huh. So my question to Katie Cat is, can I give you my, oh, fuck? That, why... So I, I wanted to ask. You already asked if you could give to you, Bone King. Okay, if you can give me your all fuck. I mean, no, I just no, no, got no, it just now. No, 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 no. Can you give us your? Yes, 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 yes. All right. First off, I and am, your all. I was fuck. about to say. Yeah, but you can still whip out an all. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> stop, stop this. All right, you don't need to do it. <laughs> can you? Can you give it to us? Maybe I can, Claire Redfield. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh. 
And then I guess for the other one. Oh, damn it, Wesker. You're making me. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'll be damned before this I lose another the, orgasm. This is the right resi porno that I needed to watch. <laughs> yes, indeed, Claire Redfield. But, um, yeah, no, so... <laughs> and that's why I picked Katie Cat. Okay, that's fair. I have no idea who that character is, so it's kind of yeah, hard I mean, for me it's to... Letter, like... Kenny. It's another show I've been telling you to watch, but, you know, whatever. Well, I, well, my next pick is from another show that you told me to watch. Oh, really? Yes, indeed. What's the show? I see you're giving me a drink. I very much appreciate it. I'm just trying oh, to... Oh, shit! Yes, I would take a drink with Stephen Toast <laughs> from Toasts of London. He's going to be drinking gin? It's going to be strictly fucking gin. Strictly gin, and I won't be asked for other ones. Oh, no, gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. And I won't be asked for Ray Patches to come at me and start asking me questions. Well, well, well. Oh, bloody hell, there he is now. Hide your wives, it's Stephen. I'll fuck anything toast. I'll have you know, Stephen Purchase, I mean Ray Purchase, that this gentleman here asked me a question, and not you, so you can just fuck off. Well, you know what, Stephen? You'll rue the fucking day. You'll rue the day, I tell you. Oh, please, Ray, I'm always ruling. And Ray fucking walks off. <laughs> and then he jumps out of a window. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I would like to have a drink with Stephen Toast. Uh, and ask him. Interesting, not Clem Fandango. No, not Clem Fandango. Well, what the fuck am I going to ask him? He's just going to repeat things. <laughs> can you hear me? I'll ask him if he can hear me. That's actually a good one. But I will ask. I will ask Toast to tell me about himself. Oh which, no, shit! Which will fill in the next <laughs> the three hours of my oh night. Oh my god! Well, it all started when I was just a wee lad, and it began when I went wee on the toilet as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, My I just, mother told me that I was the finest boy in acting class. <laughs> and then she went ahead and told the other boys the same thing. She said, everyone's a winner. What music is this? Is this the Lady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Pouffet. Bon Jovi. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Toast would be hilarious. Moving on. Oh, shit, dude. That's such a good pick. I thought so. Um... So this is a character uh, from Trailer Park Boys, another Canadian show. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is going to be Mr. Leahy. And Mr. Layton? Leahy. He's going to make you solve a puzzle. He is I wouldn't do that. A, a, well, he's an... El Where is this going? He's a raging alcoholic. Well, all right. Who's also a raging bisexual. Uh, I can relate. <laughs> okay. Um, and he likes uh, thick boys too. So Fuck that, yes. Uh, so what he drinks is literally anything. I would like him to drink probably with me some Canadian whiskey. I would probably say Crown Royal. I thought you were going to say I'd like him to drink literally and anything. And I'm going to ask him a very spoiler question to this comedy show. Are you Ricky's dad? So, I can't. Bone King has no idea what that means. Yeah, what? So, we don't know. Do I have to bleep that? No. Does Fuck Editor him. George have to do something with that? Like, Editor George, you need to chill out. Editor George has had to do a lot, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of spoiling going around. Listen, leave the spoiler in. Okay. So, in the show, we, we don't really find out who the parents of the boys are. Uh-huh. With the boys being Julian, Ricky, and Bubbles. And it's often hinted at that Ricky, Ricky's dad is going to be Mr. Leahy. 
We never got confirmation. I don't remember. Oh, it's if, a Cartman's mom situation. It's a Cartman's mom situation. Okay, I get you now. Um, but whatever. I really want to know if Leahy's the dad. Okay, that's fair. All right. So uh, we got a couple more, and I think uh, we're actually I making I got two really- more. I've got one, two, three, and then a four honorable mention. All right. That's fine. All right. Well, we'll, we'll just put, put them in there. Put All right. The well, that's how I am. I'm doing it. Don't worry. We're rocking. All right. So here's my next one. Uh, so this one goes to Frank West of Dead Rising. Fuck. That's who, such a good pick. Who will no doubt drink me under several tables. And he's covered wars, you know. That, and my <laughs> question is, what wars have you covered? Because, like, you keep saying it. I don't think that word means what you think it means. So, <laughs> Frank Wes thinks highly of himself. Yes. So, he's probably going to be a vodka guy. Knowing him... It's going to be Grey Goose vodka because he wants to be bougie as fuck. He has a special animation for some sort of fruity drink with a straw. And it's orange and it's mango, I think. Oh. No, that's what's got to be orange because he loves orange juice. So he's a screwdriver. Ah, I was halfway there. See, I know some drinks, just the ones that I drink. (laughs) He's going to be a screwdriver, which is also uh, something he would use. He would definitely (laughs) use that mid-combat, no doubt. Yes. And yeah, that's my question. What wars have you covered? Because you keep saying I've covered wars, you know. And what wars have happened in that time period? Or that universe. Like, in that universe, what could be, like... Did America go to war with Russia that we don't I'm know about so or whatever? I'm so curious if he's talking about the same wars that, like, the real world has gone through. And, like, if he's a really that prolific of a photojournalist, why does no one know him? I, I mean, don't know. All right. Questions asked. Your turn. So, this one's a wire question. For anybody okay. who knows me, I love the wire. Obsessed with it, even. Um, It's one of the greatest shows of all time. <laughs> Uh, so this is also spoilery, but this dude's going to be drinking Jameson and he's the only Irishman on my, on my list. You know that if Dr. Rude was here, he would have Spider-Man and we'd have him drinking Jameson, right? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Just, all right. Sorry. Continue. Uh, it's going to be Jimmy McNulty of the Baltimore police department. Okay. Well, retired, forced into retirement. I'm going to ask him, do you miss being police? Oh, that's sad. That's a dip- that's a question that's gonna force him to drink more. Yeah, which is the idea. You're I love drunk up. McNulty. Jesus Christ! All of my people are all very boisterous, and I want to hear them talk about themselves. And I'm you're just really surprised people. that you don't have any Zangief. I look. I don't even think Z- you got a big guy in your list. That's interesting. Yeah, because funnily enough, I didn't go into this being like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna getting- fuck him. Yeah, because I don't get. I don't drink with people to fuck them. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not drinking with someone in the hopes that they'll get drunk enough to have sex with me. Like, what? No, it just feels really weird. Right. So, like, I genuinely want to know about these characters, how their perspective is on things. So, for example, are you done with yours? Yeah. All right. So, here's my next one. Well, I I have one more and that's it. Well, I have one more after this. So, don't worry. Um, So, here's my other one. I would love to see his perspective on things because having to go through the same three days over and over again. And this is kind of weird because I kind of want to give him the sword so he can be an adult. But yes, my my I would like to take a drink with with Link from The Legend of Zelda. Now, I know he's a child, but but in that game, 
they have Lon Lon milk at the milk bar. So maybe he'll just have milk. All right. Cause the I mi- mean, that's yeah. not the first person to have a non-alcoholic drink right, on your list because you got G with club soda. Well, that was, you know, his choice, of course, as, as fucking disappointing as that is. But with with Link, I, I again, maybe... You know, not, honestly, Link's been through so much shit, he deserves a drink. But that's <laughs> the thing, though, is like maybe uh, it's not so much the drink aspect as it's I'm just so fucking curious how you remain mentally stable or... or Remain in, this is in Majora's your own head. Mass, Link. Yeah, I, of course, specifically Majora's Mask. But even then, that's the same Link from Ocarina of Time. Okay. So, like, he has the experiences of Ocarina as well. And it's just this... I would really love to talk to him. Because, again, as you've listened on the previous show on the Talking to Your Zelda episode, like, Majora's Mask is my favorite game of all time. And it always intrigued me. What's going on in Link's head? Having to go through the same three days, seeing the fate of these characters and what they ultimately end up as at the end of the three days. And mm-hmm. where does that go? How do you repress that? How do you move forward? And it's the same kind of question I asked Jill in the sense like, how do you find that inner drive to keep going? It's it's something that I feel would actually help me in my day-to-day life in the sense that like, how do you cope with things that are outside of your control? You know what I mean? And he's a kid, so like, it, it, it had to have matured him in some way. And I'm very curious as to like, what that would be. However, all of this is thrown straight out the window at the fact that Link can't talk. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it'll be a kind of quiet conversation. Maybe learn sign language? You know what? I'm shocked. Nintendo has never had the gumption to just say, fuck it. Link knows sign language. Like, you keep having him be mute through the majority of your games. Why not just make that him? There's nothing wrong with that. That would probably be great. I would love that. No, and think about all the people that are mute. They need a champion. Exactly. Like All we got really for for mute people is probably Hawkeye, who's, who's deaf. But even then, no, Hawkeye... Not, no, no one's mute that I know. Hawkeye is like has all of his facilities in the fucking movies, but to actually have a... And it's not like the games don't establish that he's mute. It It is established. It is part of his character that Link cannot Hi-ya! talk. That's all you hear. And, but, but like, I would fucking love it if Nintendo just played in with it and was just like, yeah, Link's mute. He is just like anyone else in the world that you'd find is mute. And they played with it and you wouldn't have to change a single fucking thing for any of the games. Regardless of which, I would fucking learn American Sign Language to fucking talk to Link. Hell yes, I would. And actually, I know know a teensy bit because Mm -hmm. Lillingcat taught me a little bit. Uh, She's a streamer on Twitch. Uh, We were friends in high school. We even dated. Um, But yeah, so teaching me sign language or, or showing me sign language would help me in communicating with link. Uh, but yeah, so link, uh, what do you got for me? I kind of regret picking, putting this, but I really want to drink with him. It's Bojack Horseman. This, I, I shit you not. This is the one I knew you'd have. This is the one from the get-go when we brought up this episode. I knew you'd pick this one. And it's a very good pick, my dude. It's not. Yes, it's depressing, but (laughs) tell me one conversation you've had while drunk that wasn't a little bit sobering or 
kind of re like you're getting in touch with realism. You right. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Where you you learn so- about somebody real quick. It's that conversation um, in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Where you're just chilling in someone's kitchen, talking for hours. It's great. So I'd I'd give him a drink. His drink would probably be vodka as well. Actually, he drinks anything. You'd probably uh, have to stop him. Yeah, you would. I, <laughs> He'd probably have to be like, yeah, that's it for now. <laughs> Uh, and the question I'd ask him is, why didn't you help? Oh, Jesus. That, that's, that's, that's spo- that, I don't want to say the name because that is such a massive spoiler. He won't want to keep drinking with you, though. <laughs> oh, he will. Like, if you ask him something like that that directly attacks him, would he want to keep going? Yeah, because he attacks himself more more, in a, more I, than anything. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> in the interest of self-deprecation, yes. Yes, he would. <laughs> He'd also probably drink more after I'd ask him that. That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, that's my list, man. What What do you got? So is that the last one on yours? Yeah, that's it. I got no more. All right. I'm going to knock out all of mine. You ready? Ready. Here's a quick one. Dante, Devil May Cry. Good pick. Uh, I would probably argue tequila or rum. I don't see him as a, a whiskey guy. He I, is a, I feel like he's margarita. He's all about the party. Yeah, but that's that's a tequila thing. I'd probably see him with tequila. No, you're right, tequila. Yeah, or or he's chugging a keg. He could chug a keg. He could. Ch- he, he could, could chug, chug a keg. several kegs. <laughs> uh, fuck. And that would be a lager. Definitely yes. a lager or a very fucking stiff ale. Probably a Guinness. Whatever you- game or whatever game, whatever drink you give him, you'll call it a rebellion and start drinking it. <laughs> Just, you know. All right. What question would you ask Dante? My question is, what is the craziest stunt you've ever done? Oh, for fuck's sakes. Like, we only see so much in the games, right? Like, right. we can't possibly see the more ridiculous shit that Dante goes through. And I have a feeling he'd be like. Oh, you just, you know, you were wondering what kind of shit I can do? Well, don't worry about it. Check this shit out. And he just stabs his hand. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ, Dante. What about if he shoots himself with ebony and ivory in both in both sides of his Keep head? Keeping it stylish, bitch. <laughs> 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 Fucking, I would believe that shit, to be honest. And I just feel like Dante would be such a great drinking buddy. Oh, fuck. You'd also be dead. Why? Because immediately after he drinks... Devil trigger. <laughs> no, no, just so many fucking demons show up trying to kill him that you'd be caught in the crossfire. What are you talking about? Th- whenever demons show up, Dante kills them. Right, but you also die. In no, them. the person that's bumbling around always has damage happening around them. Think yeah, about you, it. Also, then you're the comic relief in that I, game. I would be the comic <laughs> relief of that scenario. Yes, a hundred percent. Me, an average ass motherfucker with no superhuman powers. Yes, I would be the comic relief in Devil May Cry. Yes, I would. But yes, Dante. Um, yeah, he'd be a lot of fun. I'd also ask him if he knows any good pizza joints. Just saying. I just thought of something. What? Go ahead. Samanosuke Akechi would probably be a good drink. Fuck you. That Fuck was your you. next? That was on kind of on my list. <laughs> so I, I had him on my list as someone I'd want to drink with, but I have zero idea what I'd ask him. Well, let's do it right now. Um, Probably ask him, are you still with her? With her? Yeah, the princess. We already know by the end of the first game, he bailed. He does bail. He fucking went Why'd KO. you bail? 
I know why. Because no. of the fucking Oni bloodline. And he was like, 14 bras is all like... By the way, the, the main, main demon of that game is called Fortin Bras. I call him 14 Bras. Um, 14 Bras is all like, Oh, you're an Oni and I didn't realize how strong you were. And he's all like, oh shit, I guess I am strong. I better figure this wait, shit wait, out. Wait, wait, uh, then why not ask Jubei Yagyu? Oh, Jubei. I fucking love Jubei more than Samonosuke. Jubei does not get enough play, and it's unfortunate. Yo, for real, though. Jubei is, but the thing is, Jubei is the Raiden of Onimusha. But because, everybody likes Jubei. But everyone likes Raiden, but everyone wants Snake. No, no, no. Nobody fucking liked Raiden until, uh, that is, until he until became four. Cyborg Ninja. Until 4. Yeah, yeah I know. Until he became I a Cyborg that. Ninja, but that's everyone, when no one... But, but the people who go back and play to and like to like Raiden. There's nothing wrong with Raiden as a character. I like him. I, I genuinely like Raiden as a character. Is that shocking to you? No. Okay, because Raiden is a good character, no, but, but people wanted Snake. But subsistence had Snake Tales, where you literally put character model of Snake in the plant. That, just to have more Snake but does that, in Metal Gear but 2. But that proves my point further, that people wanted Snake. You know what I mean? And people wanted Samanosuke. It's a shame because Jubei is a good character, all in his own right. But no one does it. Anyway, this is fucked up. Thank you to the three listeners who even know what the fuck Onimusha is in the first place. Thank you, I appreciate it. The drinks are hitting hard. Um. So yeah, no. So that. Dante. Well, that could be a joined all star because we both worked yeah, on no. it. Yeah. No. But did you actually play Onimusha? You fucking asshole. Yes. One, I never, two, and three. You never talk about it. We never have a chance to. So you know what? Look in the future when we do a special on Onimusha, because that We're, shit deserves it. Well, I can only talk about one, two, and three. I haven't played oh, Dawn I of Dreams. Oh, I can only talk about the main trilogy, that's all. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't play fucking Dawn of Dreams. I tried the fighting game, and I hated it. Yeah, you're not missing much. I'm telling you what. I What's have that it. other one? By the way, I have it if you want to play no, it. No. I have Onimusha, Dawn of Dreams, and Blade Warriors. <laughs> anyway, no. moving on. Uh, here's my other, my honorable mention. Okay. Rebecca Chambers. You said one character. This is why it's an honorable mention. Because I already said Jill, so it couldn't count. But my point is, I want to have a drink with Rebecca and ask her, genuinely, and maybe alongside Carlos and Billy, why does Capcom hate you so much? Just why? Like, what did you say to them that you had to be relegated to such a useless role? And then when you finally got a resurgence in Vendetta, it was just to play on the sides and be kidnapped. Mm. Fuck off. Rebecca went... I still haven't seen Vendetta. Rebecca... What? Yeah, the movie? I still really? Yeah. Um, I have something that we should talk about. Maybe for Eagle and Wolf, I'm just saying. But I, I don't know. That's the second straight week with the second it's straight plug. It's a secret plug. <laughs> it's a secret plug. And plus I'm drunk. Who cares? Anyway, um, but yeah, no, just really though, Rebecca, why? What did you do? You're such a great character. Also Carlos. Billy and can Billy. fucking fuck off. I like Billy. They I like done Carlos. More. Carlos deserves it because he's in a mainline. Hashtag fucking... Team Carlos or hashtag Team Billy oh, on fucking God. Twitter. I, I, I want to hear Cody. I want to say hashtag Team and Carlos. I, I feel like I'm hashtag Team Carlos only because like he's in a mainline series. He's in three and he's never shown Zero's up again. Zero's technically mainline. Uh, it's kind of a 
spinoff. I don't know. In a way, in a way. Moving on. Um, but yeah, no, it's my. You can mention. really do the. There you go. I did it for you. You happy? Oh no! Oh gosh! I've run out of verbs. I'm out of ammo. <laughs> Sorry. Can you give me a ooh ooh? Ooh. Moving on. So here is my final person to have a drink with. Are you ready? And I had to think really hard about it. Oh wait! First of all, oh, uh, Rebecca's gonna be a martini. No, she's mm. gonna be martini. Billy's gonna be definitely a whiskey. Is there such a Carlos thing? Carlos is gonna be rum or tequila. Is it possible to have an alcoholic like protein shake? Oh, that's Carlos. No, that's Rebecca. Oh, because she's the healthy one. Mm. She's the medic. She's the herb fucking mixer. Billy can't understand it. I don't know. Maybe maybe with protein powder mixed in with the fucking mixed drink. I'm Rebecca, and I came here with my protein oh, shake. Oh, no. I got it. A Bloody Mary. Wh- why? Oh, to to recover. Wow, that's really fucking clever, actually. Fuck you. I have my moments. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So you, your last person. My last person. And this is something that I had to think about quite a bit. And I kind of got close to it with Jill. I genuinely kind of wanted to do Jill towards the end, but you kind of coaxed it out of me and and gave me several shots to fucking weaken me. I gave you one. Several shots. One shot. Uh, but yeah, You've no. You've given me two. I, I have actually. Um, but yeah, no. So my last pick, Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek. Fuck. That I feel like is the zenith. T. Earl Grey hot. T. Earl Grey hot. Possibly alcoholic if we can pull it off. <laughs> I don't know what he would drink. Gin. Or, or uh, you know, the thing is, is that I don't even, I don't even want him to drink per se. He can drink if he wants to. Really? It's just, I need to sit down and have a fucking heart to heart with Jean-Luc Picard. What's the question? The question is... And and I thought about this really fucking hard because he, again, John Luke Picard. For those who don't know, he's from Star Trek: The Next Generation. He's kind of the go-to for the most reasonable characters. Am I wrong, or am I making like a a fan like no assumption? no you're, no you're because even watching the show, I've n- I've never seen a character rationalize and comprehend and empathize. Like Jean-Luc Picard. Right. So, and, and I and I know that I don't talk about Star Trek a lot, but holy shit, this character is extremely well-written. So, sounds like a character study. Sounds like a character study, indeed. So my question for Mr. Jean-Luc Picard, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, how do you view yourself? That's such a fucking good question. I could ask him, how do you stay strong like Jill, or how do you manage, like, but... I feel like I'd get a cookie cutter answer that he has prepared. He has several this is, speeches. This prepared. is after the whole Borg thing. Yes. Yes. Oh my so he God. has his whole identity complex in there too. Yes. So I think it'd be very interesting because this is a man who is constantly doubted. Yeah. Doubted literally every five seconds, despite trying to find the best in people. And I think it'd be so genuinely fucking interesting to see how do you view yourself? How do you see yourself as a captain? What is your description of yourself? Do you see yourself as fair as you are? Or are you trying to really get by as well as you can? 
Because so if, this is one question with like 20 part answer. Oh, fuck. Well, this is a whole night of fucking <laughs> him lecturing me. He's going to bring in several Shakespeare references and literary things. Like, I know he's going to be great. And this is why I'm all Pogo's for playing in the background. Pogo's <laughs> playing in the background. And I'm taking fucking notes because like. I have a feeling the way that he'll say he describes himself will be very fucking important. Like, because if he says, I am this captain and I am in charge of all these things and it's a massive duty and I'm just so great, it'll make me think, okay, so then I personally have to think I'm great. I have to live through make it till you fake it kind of thing. No, wait, fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah, the other way around. The other way around, you know? But like... If he says, well, I'm trying my best, I'm not great, but this is merely the the outcomes and the decisions that I've had to run through and we can only hope to be so great, then I can take that as, okay, you know, not everything is supposed to be that great. I should feel okay with doubt in some areas. Like, it's just so particular to how he answers it that I could apply it to my real life. Right? Right. So it's I, a great question. I, I know I could have easily just been like, Picard, why are you so great? How did you learn to give such great speeches? Yeah, but that's not 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 getting in touch with the character. But I genuinely feel like if you're sitting there drinking with someone, you're not there. I, I get it. I had a couple funny ones that were just like, hey, a couple of jabs here and there. Vegeta's definitely a jab. But. When you sit down and drink with someone, you're not there to... You start out just there shooting shit, right? But more often than not, these conversations become deep. And you learn a lot about perspective and where you fit in it. And you're in a mindset that you're not seeing yourself in all the time. Mm -hmm. So I get it. St. Patrick's Day, yeah, drinking is, is, is a giant stereotype. Has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. But I have found... Through every year that I've celebrated St. Patrick's Day, I have gotten closer to everyone that I've spoken with. And oh. this this can go to family members, co-workers. There, there is a saying, I guess, and this is literally a fucking, like, decoration my mom has in her kitchen. So I don't know how fucking, like... Live, laugh, love? Kind of on that level. But in wine, there is truth. Oh, that's a good one. Right? So, like, you will be able to communicate yourself in a way that you've never been able to through having these heart-to-hearts. Now, I'm not saying go and get drunk with anyone because that's not what it is. You need to trust this person. But I trust Picard. To bring it back around to the point, I trust Picard, and I trust him to give me advice on how to fucking manage my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're looking for a little inspiration. I'm looking for inspiration and not just some fucking uh, cookie cutter fucking... I almost said candy cutter. That's not a thing. Cookie cutter fucking... You gotta just believe in yourself. Believe in the me that believes in you. I want to know how Picard believes in himself. Because if he tells me how he does that, I'll have an easier way of me doing that. And that is Bone King three shots in, everyone. (laughs) Well, you also had that mixed drink there that you haven't finished. We're not talking about my bonus beverages. All right. But uh, let's do our shout outs. Right. So um, some shout outs. Uh, do you want to start us out? Yeah. First things first. I'm going to snipe one of your shout outs. Fuck you, bro. Actually, because, fun, can we just say really quick? Really, I want to say we should congratulate ourselves on not sniping each other at all. Yeah. Throughout the entire show. This has been the one All-Stars where we weren't mad. Seriously, like we make it a point to say like, yeah, we could snipe each other in this show, but we actually didn't. 
Um, so I just want to say, first off, thank you to Lindsay for messaging me and, and telling me about some stuff. I want to say thank you. Isn't Lindsay fucking amazing? Yeah, she's fucking sweet. Thank you for listening and putting up with my bullshit, let alone Bone Kings. I, and, <laughs> and she's been putting up with my bullshit since fucking, like, high school? So it's been, it's been a hot minute. Uh, now my shout outs, Cody, CJ, Kehlani, the Robots Don't Age crew. Thank yes, you for indeed. listening. Uh, Oscar Ortiz. Um, Nicholas? Yeah, Nicholas Uritic. Uh, uh, Fuck. And- I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, that, that's the other thing is we want to give these shout outs, but we don't want to be an oh, asshole and um, say your name wrong. Uh, Justin, fucking Scrap Pack, and fucking Frothy. Jeff, uh, my Hunt Boys, be listening. Oh, uh, Chris Besenyai? Besenyai? Yeah, the uh, DM. Yeah, the DM from, from Dr. Rude's game. I want to say thank you so much for being so supportive, my dude. Seriously. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been pretty active. And thank I am you, man. so sorry for massacring your last name. <laughs> like, can we just say Chrissy B or Chris Chrissy B? B? I can do Chrissy B if he's cool with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to ask. Um, but yeah, no. So any other shout outs you want to go? Uh, no, nah, I think I'm done. All right, so my turn. So we got Beefy Sumo, uh, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Boogle, CJ to DJ, and Lindsay Misleading, of course, although you brought it up. And one other one, Von Condersmite. Thank you again for being so supportive, my dude. And being the only person excited to see my Final Fantasy VII Remake stream. Yeah, I mean, it's Everyone funny. on the Discord it's a is shitting on of it. two websites. Because Twitter, Twitter is like, yeah, we're for Bone King. They don't watch. And then Discord's like, no. Oh, yeah, Co- Co- I'm sorry. Cody is excited to watch me play 7 Remake as well. I hope he watches. But everyone on the Discord is like, why the fuck are you doing this? You're not going to like it. And I'm like, I know, that's the point, though. But anyway, seriously. Um, and another thing, Boogie, I know you're not listening because you're such a cool guy, but I thanked you in every single one of these shows. So maybe this will be the one time. Oh, uh, thank you to Leisurely Vinny. And? That's it. And? That's it. And then? No, that's it. And then? That's it. Well, fuck you. Seriously? <laughs> I'll I'll say fuck you to you then because you're being inconsistent. But yeah, no. Uh, thank well, you. Well, I want to do character development. <laughs> I want to have an arc, Bone. Come on. But uh, yeah, no. So seriously, if you like this show, thank you so much for liking it in the first place. But be sure to check us out on Facebook. Uh, we are F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. We also have a Twitter same F A N F R double E K S. Is that how you guys do it? F A N F R E. Wait, damn it. Now you got me fucking it up and I'm three F-A-N-F-R-E-K-S. shots. F A N F R double E K S. That's right. But if you want to yell at us directly, I'm at Bone King TV and my dude here over here is uh, Adrian Doodliness on Twitter and Adrian MDOD on Instagram. And I have a fucking TikTok, but I barely get on. Which we will eventually start integrating these things because I thought about uploading my fucking clips from the stream. Yeah, you should. TikTok's really good. I, I just I get this boomer vibe that I'm just like I it's, that you're a boomer that I'm a boomer. They're like it's strange and new and I don't understand it and don't want just to. Just don't do the ellipses because that's the boomer thing. There is nothing wrong with ellipses. I saw that by the way. <laughs> you, you shamed someone for ellipses, then you better talk to Squall from Final Fantasy VIII because he's full of those. And he's a fucking boomer. He is not. He's an emo dude. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you could be emo at any age. Um, emo boomer. 
Jesus Christ. Question of the week. Does, does can an emo This is be why boomer? we don't drink on every show, okay? Uh, but yeah, no, seriously. We Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We hope you all had a great St. Patrick's Day, uh, a safe St. Patrick's Day, and we'll hang out with you next time on the Fan Freaks Podcast. Cheers! Fourth shot. <laughs>